Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Coming up in this episode. People's elbow. Bam. <laughs> and he's dead. The crowd goes wild. <laughs> Chop his head clean off. Snake eyes. I've got six. Take that, Yeti bitch. Get out. Dinner will not be ready for another two hours. Do you like that one? Yeah, I do like that one, yeah. I feel like we're in a porn film. Hello there. My name is Tom Bartlett, and this is A Mug's Gamebook, a podcast where I play through my old choose-your-own-adventure gamebooks with excellent people. Today we have writer, director, actor, and lovely boy Jack Howard, who will be playing through Ian Livingstone's Caverns of the Snow Witch. Now you don't need to know all the ins and outs of the rules for the game at all, it'll all make perfect sense, but if you are a nerd and want to get into the mechanics of the game, I've gone into it in more detail in the intro podcast to this series. Otherwise, kick back, relax and enjoy the adventures of Jack Howard. Right, well, we got the dice already, and the ear. Oh right, here we go. So, what colours do you want? Oh shit! How many dice you, do I have to pick? You get oh, two dice one now. Mate. I've dropped one, so you can't have. <laughs> I literally don't know where it is. <laughs> this is how the podcast starts. You just audio of you trying to look for some dice. <laughs> right, right, you've got red, green, orange, blue, or yellow. How many do I pick? Two. Hmm. I'm gonna pick controversial. I think. Orange and yellow. Nice. Because I think they're not they're usually going to get picked. Okay. Yeah. And, I, and I like knowing that... That sounds nice. I'm going to go... I'm going to go green and blue. All right. Okay. So, hello. Hello. Jack Howard. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Today, we're going to be playing Cabins of the Snow, which... I've never, ever really done Choose Your Own Adventure books. Oh, mate. This is a whole new world for me. Me as a, like, precocious idiot child. Mm-hmm. Uh, when my mum would give me 50p to go out on my bike, I went to the scope in Paddock Wood and bought these instead of sweets. Because That's the sort of nerd you were. Yeah, yeah, I used to love them. And now you'd obviously buy the sweets. I obviously buy the sweets because I'm a big fat man. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to go back in time to... Mid-80s, Cabins of the Snow Witch. Cabins of the Snow Witch. Can I hold it for a second? You can hold it, mate. You so this, you've had this since childhood? Yeah. So you know this book really well? Well, no, I mean, I haven't. I haven't read it for a long time. Okay, so you haven't even skimmed it before this podcast has begun. No, 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 no. Well, oh, wow. I read, so we're going to discover this intro, together. But I haven't read any of the bits. Okay, let's do it. So I've given you an adventure sheet here. Oh, an adventure sheet! An adventure sheet. <laughs> photocopied at the Never library. Never leave home without it. 
I'm going to give you one pencil. Thank you. I think I've got a rubber in here as well that you might need. There we go. Oh, you've got a proper little pencil case. I That's think. my pencil case from year seven. Oh my god! <laughs> pencil reason it's a South Park. <laughs> <laughs> this is a proper blast from the oh, past. I know what a what a fucking ninny. <laughs> right. So to to play this game, yep. you will utilize three stats. Okay, Jack Howard. Your skill, your stamina, and your luck. Oh, I have roll. to roll the dice to We're see. We're going to roll to establish what my level is. Your skill. Oh, here we so, go. Oh, I'm nervous. Okay, here we go. I want you to give me one d6. It's one dice. Yeah, all right. So <laughs> um, one dice, not two. Yeah, just roll that one I've got dice. I've got to learn all the turns. And this will be your skill. Okay. Come you on, want to get high. You this want is to get the orange high. die. Yeah, obviously I'll get high. I don't doubt it. Oh, that's a two. It's gone wrong. That's it's not wonderful. So it's we not have a good six, start. So your skill is eight. So now you can roll two dice. Two dice. There you go. That's a nice little sound for you. A, a bit of ASMR here. Oh, lovely. Here we go. Um, what you got? Five. Five. That's not too bad. Added to twelve. So four, seventeen. Four and a one. That's so seventeen. Yep. Seventeen. So your initial is seventeen. Seventeen stamina. Okay, and my luck. And now your luck. One dice again. Okay, I'm gonna go for yellow. One this die. Time. Come on, yellow. Come on, yellow. Be lucky. Yeah, five. five. That's pretty good. good. So that is eleven. Eleven. Okay. Your luck is eleven. So you also have in your provisions slot. Okay. You have ten meals. You can eat these at any point when you're not in a fight. Okay, <laughs> stopping for a snack. <laughs> Do you mind Excuse me, if I just have a little bit of bread? <laughs> Each one will restore four points to your stamina. Okay. But you can never go above your initial. Uh, you also can choose, Jack Howard, one potion to take with you. Ooh. A potion of skill okay. will restore your skill. A potion of strength will restore your stamina. You do have provisions, though. I've got food. A potion of fortune will restore your luck and add one to your initial luck. Give me the give me the skill one. Give you the skill one. The skill one's clearly the obvious choice. I did rubbish at the dice throw there. I'm going to give you also two lives. So I get an extra life? Yeah, you get an extra life because essentially you're going to die. You might die very quickly. I don't like the certainty of this. <laughs> That you, I mean, I'll, I'll be astonished if you make it all the way through without dying. Well, that's what I'd I'm be gonna, very impressed. That's my plan. Well, I, I know I've seen you at an, uh, an escape room. And I, can, <laughs> I know the determination that comes over your face. I don't play for fun. I play to win. <laughs> I know, but you know, just just in case, Jack. Just in case. Right. I'll, I'll take it. I'm gonna jot, draw. Jot down. I'm gonna draw some little stick men. Wonderful. To represent my lives. Yeah. Two um, of those. And if I do die, if we'll, you die, I'll we'll, just whip a rewind in. We'll go back. <laughs> And I'll and kill then, the one of these stick men horrifically. hundred percent, yeah. So here we go, right. The background. Here we go. Everyone, everyone's missing out on such a visual element of this. <laughs> with your your extremely camp performances. There's a lot of hand movements <laughs> going yeah, on. Basically, You're casting spells. I, I'm gonna put a big sound over that, like a big shh. <laughs> Just put you doing that. <laughs> yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I will. Here we go. Here we go. Winters in northern Alansia are always cruel and bitter. The snow falls thick and the icy wind blows hard, chilling everybody to the bone. Should we? Should we? <laughs> I mean, you can, you can do some acting. If okay, you want. Yeah, I'll, you I'll do a bit of acting throughout this, this reading. That would be nice. Perfect. <laughs> it's cold. 
For the past few weeks, you have been hired by a merchant called Big Jim Sun to protect his trading caravans as they roll their way slowly north to the frozen outposts. I feel like we're in a porn film. <laughs> Big Jim Sun takes off his trousers. Hang on. No. <laughs> <laughs> the horse-drawn carts are laden with cloth, utensils, weapons, salted meat, spices and tea, which are traded for furs and ivory carvings made from mammoth's tusks. Big Jim is not usually worried about travelling north, as bandits only attack his caravans on the return journey. He is not alone in recognising the value of these northern goods. On this particular trip, you are walking ahead of six carts across a frozen lake. In the distance, you can see the snow-capped peaks of the Icefinger Mountains jutting out of low cloud. Your destination lies at the base of the mountains, where the Northmen meet to trade. Snow is falling, but not too heavily. You stop to prod the ice with your sword and make sure it can bear the weight of the carts. When suddenly, the shrill call of a hunting horn breaks the silence. You stand up and run back to the carts to talk to Big Jim. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to take Big Jim seriously. Ah, <laughs> oh, Big Jim is... He's a boy. He is sitting next to the driver of the second cart, puffing on a long briar pipe. A huge man... With a great bushy beard, Big Jim is obviously a man to be reckoned with. His bright blue eyes scan the horizon, searching for signs of life. In a deep voice, he says, Sounds like it came from the outpost. Reckon you better go and investigate. Could be trouble. And get back quick. Uh, is he flirting with me? Yeah, yeah, he's giving, he's giving you his husky voice. <laughs> he's also a cop. bright blue eyes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He sounds attractive. <laughs> he is attractive. He is. Oh yeah. I imagine it like if it was going to be if I was going to cast this role with Big Jim. Yeah. I'd have Daniel Craig. Daniel. Okay. With a big with a big bushy beard. Nice. You know because he's doing more charactery stuff lately. Yeah. Yeah, I can see so that. So after Bond, if they yeah. do an adaptation of um, Caverns of the Snow Witch. Caverns of the Snow Witch. You could make it happen. I'll, I'll approach Daniel Craig and say I need you for the role of Big Jim. Well, we'll see how, how long Big Jim's yeah. in it for. Absolutely, we shall see. You set off straight away towards the outpost at the base of Icefinger Mountains. You arrive two hours later at a scene of ugly carnage. I love that it's just skipped two hours. (laughs) (laughs) I was just walking through snow, that's fine. (laughs) The snow is red with blood and all the wooden huts are smashed and torn down. Six men lie dead, their bodies slashed, their axes at the sides in the snow. Judging by the size of the footprints, the creature that attacked the outpost must have been enormous. There is nothing you can do for the unfortunate Northman. So you head back towards Big Jim's caravan to report the news. Not another two hours? You reach them in an hour, so it's downhill on the way back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just as the daylight is fading and relate the terrible events that have befallen the outpost, Big Jim orders the carts to be drawn into a circle to protect his men during the night. A large fire is built into the centre of the circle and you sit down beside it to talk to Big Jim. All right, Big Jim. Everybody's nervous and a guard is posted to watch for signs of movement outside. In a low voice, Big Jim asks you if you will hunt the terrible creature. Absolutely not. Have you not seen what it just did to six men? I travelled two hours just to find that. Well, Jack, you smile (laughs) and you reply that you will track the beast but only for a purse of 50 gold. (laughs) Big Jim's jaw drops open. 
and it takes a great deal of persuasion before he agrees to your demand. Just me just going, please. Please. Go on, Tim. Go on. Jim, go on. Go on, give us 50 gold. All right, then. <laughs> That's all you have. That's all you get. The snow finally stops falling as you settle down for the night. Sleep is a long time coming, for your mind is active with thoughts of the impending hunt. When you wake just after dawn, the fire is reduced to dying embers. Wisps of smoke rise gently to the morning mist and not a sound is to be heard. You walk over to where Big Jim is sleeping and tap him on the shoulder. He wakes with a start and you tell him that you are setting off and hope to be back later in the day. You wave to the guard as the snow starts to fall again and make your way back to the outpost. Why did I wake Big Jim? <laughs> Just say goodbye. Just, what was I hoping for? <laughs> Why have you fucking woken <laughs> I know you're leaving. <laughs> Ain't you gone yet? I just thought, you know, maybe you just want to have a little cuddle before we... Do you want a little, do you want a little goodbye kiss? <laughs> Go on then. <laughs> Bye, Big Jim. <laughs> so yeah, he pats you on the bum as you walk away. <laughs> By the time you reach the outpost again, the bodies are blanketed with snow and the beast footprints are covered over. The visibility is poor and you set off towards the mountains where you hope to find the abominable killer beast. The snow on the mountainside is soft and you sink in it up to your knees as you climb slowly up. You will soon find yourself at the edge of a crevasse, which is spanned by an ice bridge. If you wish to cross the crevasse by the ice bridge, turn to 335. If you'd rather walk around the crevasse, turn to 310. Oh, it's my first choice. It's your first choice, Jack. Cross the bridge. Cross the ice bridge. Or go round. Or take the long way round. I'm a patient man. Are you? We're I gonna, think we're going to go round. Patience could be a virtue in this game, I think. 310. Skipping this. a lot. <laughs> the end. <laughs> you made the right choice. <laughs> oh, thanks for listening. <laughs> As you walk along the edge of the crevasse, the wind starts to howl, blowing flurries of snow into your face. <laughs> Here we you go. put your head down and stride into the wind. A dark shape suddenly looms out of the curtain of snow. A huge, hairy mammoth stands before you, its long tusks curving out threateningly. Trumpeting loudly, it lumbers forward to attack. It's your first fight, Jack Howard. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Got to fight a mammoth. You've got to fight a mammoth. Has a skill of 10 and a stamina of 11. So. Okay. It's got worse stamina than me, but it has but got better skill. Better skill. But so, what skill has it got? Like, <laughs> it's just got big fucking feet. <laughs> That's his skill. That's not a skill. <laughs> right, here we go. You wait till you're under him. Right, so we both roll. At the same time? At the same time. Ah, oh, look at that. I've got a four and you have got a nine. So you slice Those big the feet. mammoth. <laughs> you slice the big toe off. <laughs> his stamina is now down to nine. We go again. Oh, he's only 12. Got 12. Bloody right. 12, mate. Slice through. We have got again. a tea towel on the table to help with the noise. Dampen the And the little noise. crease did help me knock over to a six. I'll tell you what, if you can, if you're skillfully enough. That's luck, that crease. is. That's my, that's my 11 luck. That's your high luck stat. Right, Mammoth. So come you're on. going down, mate. Is he, he going to make it a perfect, flawless victory? Yes, he is! Oh, mate. He's only got, he got an 11. Look at those. Oh, absolutely caning this Mammoth already. Have I got to do it again? Yeah, well, you've got to, until he gets to zero. Oh, he's on five at the moment. Come on, Mammoth. 
come on. Bring it on. There's a big boy. Oh, you oh, might have beat me there. I've got uh, nine, and you have got eight. I do beat you. Okay, so what do I? What so to me? I swipe you with my trunk, <laughs> <laughs> and you uh, take two off your stamina. Okay, so you are now on fifteen. 15. Right. I still think you should make short work of this boy. Come on, mammoth. Come on. He rears up again. I've got six. And You've I've got, got five. five, but I've got more skills, so I do you again, mate. Oh, really? Okay, so yeah. what do I get taken two off? Two stamina off. Okay, two stamina off. All right, 13. Cool. Right, here we go. Oh, I've only done snake eyes. Bingo! Bam, 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 bam. Look, he's now, this mammoth is on one health left. He's limping along. He's not giving up, but by, you know, he's done. Just chop his trunk off. Come on. <laughs> is that Come how you on, get Jeff. a mammoth? That's how you get a mammoth. Here we go. Yes! Oh, look at that. You. Nine to six. Last lazy lunge towards you. And you I just, just send the sword. Just, I've got a sword? You've got a sword. I yeah. send the sword right through his skull. You know, oh, like, you know, like the through end, the mouth. Yeah, you know, at the end of Hot Fuzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Timothy Dolan. Yeah. Nice. That, but with a mammoth. Right through his lower jaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <gasps> Slinks down. If you win, turn to 47. You've killed the mammoth. You've stabbed it through its lower jaw. <laughs> and then, they, I mean, they just gloss past it. It takes <laughs> half an hour of hard walking to reach the end of the crevasse. Don't worry, about, don't worry about the, don't uh, worry about the mammoth. The mammoth. Just, just leave it. The, leave the, it the rotting the carcass. Yeah, just leave it. It's about to fall off the yeah. edge of a mountain. Leave that for the bloody vultures, mate. <laughs> don't worry about that. Clean up, we'll get it. You are now able to climb further up the mountain. The steep climb and the swirling snow combine to make going slow. Turn to 337. It's the anticipation that's killing me. Here we go. The snow is beginning to fall very heavily, swirling around in the strong wind. A blizzard is starting. If you wish to use your sword to dig a shelter in the snow, turn to 281. Or if you'd rather press on manfully, turn to 229. I'm quite manly, so I either take shelter... You either take shelter... Or I try and go through the blizzard. Yeah, exactly. It's not a strong blizzard yet. It's beginning to fall very heavily, okay. swirling around you in a strong wind. A blizzard is starting. You're, you're all right now, but... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to press through. You're going to press on? Because last time I took the, the safe option, and this one I think... That's true. We're gonna, That's we're, true. We'll you've, try a bit of a risk. You've got, you've got to calculate risks and mm -hmm. rewards in this game. The temperature is well below freezing point, and the howling blizzard chills you to the bone. You struggle to walk through the snowstorm, but it drains your energy. Lose two stamina points. If you still wish to walk through the blizzard, turn to 387. If you would rather dig yourself a shelter in the snow with your sword, turn to 281. Jack, you've come this far. Do you think I should press on? Do you think you should press on? Or is it just going to get worse? I mean, you might... These books, man, I know them. You, you could just go, I'll press on, and then it goes... You die in the snowstorm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. you've got lives, so if, if you're going to be cavalier and push on, now's the time to do it. Well, let's risk it then. Yes. Right. We're pushing on. We are pushing on. Fuck this blizzard. Fuck blizzard, man. Also, I love it saying, like, use your sword to build a shelter. Like, that's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a big wild man of the, <laughs> of the north. Yeah, has been said. Sort of big wild man of the Midlands. Midlands. <laughs> <laughs> Three, eight, seven. 
The cold is unbearable. Your hands and feet are numb and you wonder if you will be able to grip your sword should danger arise. By the time the blizzard finally dies down, you realise that you should have taken shelter. Aww. One of your hands has become frostbitten. Oh no! Test your luck. If you're lucky, you turn to 308. If you're unlucky, you turn to 225. Okay, so, so I've got to get under 11. You've got to get under 11. You've got a good luck score. You're a lucky boy. This should be possible. Oh, under 11. Awesome. Absolutely easy. Number five. Um, yes, but you need to now reduce your luck score by. Okay. Now at number 10 on the luck scale. Right, you are lucky, so turn to 308. Fortunately, it is not your sword arm, which is affected by frostbite, but nevertheless, the blizzard has taken its toll. Lose one skill point and three stamina points. Ah, oh, okay, so your already seven. quite poultry skill goes down to seven. Yeah, that is rubbish, isn't it? Your stamina goes down. How many? To, by how many? By three. Okay. Bloody hell. So what are you on stamina-wise? Eight. <sighs> One, seven, four. Can I have a meal? Yeah, have a meal, man. I'll have a little meal. Get yourself four back. I think you deserve it after walking through a blizzard. Quite and st- killing a mammoth. And killing a mammoth. Sort of quite stupidly walking through a blizzard and just needlessly... <laughs> you egged me on! <laughs> <laughs> Just needlessly putting yourself in harm's way. You're not going to get through it with an attitude like that. Do you ever win these books? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is there is one route through it. Okay. That you could do, like even if you've got crap dice rolls that are fairly easy. Mm-hmm. There are many harder routes through it that will take a lot of fighting and stuff like that. Basically, what you do when you're a kid and you're playing them is you do, like the. The finger bookmarks. Yeah. So if you die, you go, oh, go back to the last one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, ha- I, I was a little bugger for that as a kid. <laughs> like, I, I don't think I ever did one properly. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I want to win. But I think, I think everyone does that, basically. Right, one, seven, four. Can I put my skill back up in any way? I've got my skill potion, but I don't think I want to use that at the moment because it's only gone down by one. We'll wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll wait until it's more yeah, big time. needed. Yeah. So, you are tempted to turn around and walk back to Big Jim's son's caravan. I'm bloody not. But your reputation is at stake and you have no choice but to carry on with the grim trek up the mountainside. Turn to 169. You ain't going back. Imagine Jim's face yeah. if you come back after one day with, with no frostbite. Arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's be like, oh... <laughs> You ain't getting 50 gold. You ain't getting 50 gold. You ain't getting nothing. And in fact, I ain't hiring you again. Fuck off. <laughs> All right, note it down. 169. Underneath an overhanging rock, you see a small wooden hut built against the side of the mountain. The roof is piled high with snow and long icicles hang down from the window ledges. You see a set of deep footprints leading from the hut up the side of the mountain. If you wish to enter the hut, turn to 36. If you'd rather follow the footprints in the snow, turn to 190. Let's follow the footprints. Follow the footprints. Would you, do you not think that after... I mean, I'm not, I am not. I don't want you to change your mind, but maybe after uh, getting frostbite and walking through a blizzard, you might... I'm a curious explorer, Tom. Okay, yeah, absolutely. And you, we've established you're a double-hard, one-handed bastard now. Yeah. So, yeah, let's do it. Nothing's stopping me. 190. 
Let's see what's making these footprints. The high altitude and thin atmosphere makes you pant for breath as you continue your steady climb. Lose one stamina point. Oh, bloody hell. I'm Some... on 11 now. Suddenly, you hear the cry of a human voice followed by a ferocious roar. Not far ahead, you see a fur trapper fighting for his life against a gigantic, bear-like beast with long white fur and sharp teeth protruding from its jaws. It is the killer beast that you have been hunting. Oh, The abominable yeti. <laughs> you watch the unfortunate trapper being gashed by the yeti's claws and falling face down in the snow. Incensed by the vicious attack, you scream at the yeti and run through the snow to attack it. Battle music starts. Hans Zimmer's on the drums. Yeah, big time. Are you carrying a spear? Says the Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> are you carrying a spear? If you are, turn to 391. If you do not have a spear, turn to 378. How do I know what I'm carrying? Uh, you, you basically haven't picked up a spear. Oh, right. Okay, so I've just got my sword that I started with. Yeah. You draw your sword and lunge at the huge white beast and fight the Yeti. It has a skill of 11 and a stamina of 12. All right, that's not too different from no. me. It's going to be a battle of dice rolls. Come on. Bring it on, Yeti. The Yeti lunges forwards. Oh, snake you... eyes, oh. I've got six. Yeti... Take that, Yeti bitch. The Yeti gets a snake eyes. You, you literally taunt the, the Yeti. <laughs> Call it a bitch, and then just slap it on the face <laughs> as it charges towards you. Whoa! <laughs> What's uh, he on? on? So he's uh, 12, he's now on 10. I'd like to test my luck. Oh, on that one? Yeah. Do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck him off if I can. Do it. So I need, to get, I need to get lower than 10. Yeah. Okay, come on! Look at I've that. I've done it. Six. So not only do you slap him in the face, <laughs> but then he falls, trips over and bangs his head on a rock. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't do that forever. No, 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 that's just for that, that one. And can you, I test my luck every time? You can, but your luck goes down every time you use it. Okay. So your luck is now nine. Okay. So it gets harder to do every time. Okay. Come on, Yeti. Let's go. He gets up, he rears towards you. Mm. Oh, mate. Eight. My rolling is so bad. These monsters are just not doing you in. They ain't got a chance. He runs towards you, he gives you a swipe. You just dodge it, Jeff. <laughs> give, give him a little jab in the ribs with your sword. You're laughing at him. I'm now. doing it, I'm doing it barehanded. I'm <laughs> taking you, him on. You've thrown the sword away. You're just like, come on. I think you're hard. Here we go. Oh. I've got a five. I've also got a You've five. Got a five. Are your skills higher? My skills higher. You've pissed him off now, man. Oh, oh shit. Lunges towards I threw the you. sword away. I was cocky. Too cocky. You try and put your hands up to defend the blow. He just clumps you around the edge. So what do I have to take off what? Take off two. Okay. I'm on nine stamina. You on? You're on nine. Come on. He's on six. Right. Oh! Hey, look at that. What rolling. So, you slash him again. He's on four. He's looking... He's looking bad now. He's like... That's Jesse Here we go. Here we go. He's perplexed. He's killed so many people. Oh! He just doesn't stand a chance against Jack Howard, the fearsome adventurer. <laughs> Hang on, how many have I taken off? You take off another two, so he's on two. I'd like to test my luck. Oh, you're going to... On the gonna, final one. Gonna, Here we go. We can take off all four right now. You're going to death blow him. Come on. I'm lower the nine. nine. Lower the nine. Five. 
Eight. Eight! Yay. Yes! <laughs> you do the Morpheus thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He leans towards you. You just just bring cut. it. I'm laying the smack down. I'm like, I'm giving it one, and then I spit on my hand, and then I give him one final one. Final one. The leg going. Yeah. Do you want to people's elbow while he's on the floor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Take off the take off the elbow pad. Go across the trees, and then people's elbow. Bam. <laughs> and he's dead. The crowd goes wild. Yes, you have killed the yeti. Turn to sixty-seven. Bring it on down to Big John. Yeah, boy. Turns out the Yeti was Big John's wife. <laughs> Ooh. You kneel down beside the fur trapper and turn him over slowly. His eyes are barely open and blood trickles down the corner of his mouth. The Yeti has gouged deep wounds into his chest and you realise there is no hope of saving him. With a great effort, he reaches up and grabs you round the neck, pulling you down so that you can hear his dying words. He thanks you for trying to save him and insists on telling you his secret. In terrible pain, he struggles to whisper his story. He tells you that he has lived in the mountains for most of his life, hunting animals and trading their furs. But for the last five years, he has been searching for the legendary crystal caves. Dun, dun, dun. The caves have been cut out of a glacier by the followers of the Snow Witch a beautiful yet evil sorceress who is trying to use a dark He's saying all this. <laughs> Come closer. Maybe I should do it as, I'm, as if I'm not. These caves have been cut out of a glacier by followers of the Snow Witch. Oh, that's going to get annoying because there's a whole page of it. I can't believe how much <laughs> he's got to say. Like, if, This is like when Bill Murray dies in Zombieland. <laughs> Hurry up and die. <laughs> the entrance to the Crystal Caves is high up on the mountain. It is open but hidden by an illusion. The unfortunate fur trapper found it by accident only yesterday when he saw one of the Snow Witch's warriors seemingly walk straight through an ice wall and disappear. The trapper left a piece of fur hanging over the entrance so that you could find it again the next day. Sadly, the Yeti has put an end to his hopes. He asks you to enter the caves and slay the vile Snow Witch and leave her followers without their leader. What would I do that for, though? You ain't got any 50 golds. There are legends about great treasures being frozen into the wall of the Snow Witch's lair, which would provide ample reward. All good. The fur trapper suddenly grips you hard and then falls back silently on the snow. He's dead. You cover him with snow before deciding what to do. 50 gold pieces await you if you return with evidence of the Yeti's death to Big Jim's son. But the thought of a quest through the crystal caves beneath Icefinger Mountains excites you, and you decide to set off to find them. I don't even get a choice. You don't get a choice. Yeah, because he realised otherwise. Are you going to take the Yeti back and get 50 gold? That's what I started this with. Yes, I'm yes, going to do that. Yes. I'm not going to go and get some witch. You go back, you get 50 gold, and live happily ever after. Never died. Uh, no, you don't get that choice. You go to 25. <laughs> Here we go. Now that the snow has stopped falling, the sky is clear and blue. The air is cold and crisp, and the snow crunches beneath your feet. Slowly, you make your way up the mountainside, looking for the cave entrance marker left by the fur trapper. Suddenly, you hear a distant rumbling from above, the terrifying sound of an avalanche. Test your luck. If you're lucky, 10 to 163. If you're unlucky, 10 to 109. Okay, here we go. Lower than eight. How do I improve my luck? 
Um, there are maybe magical items that you'll pick up, or okay. various potions that you might find, or people. You might find a benevolent wizard who would give you a nice brew that will <laughs> make you lucky. Make, make you lucky again. Okay, let's see if I'm lucky today. Lower than eight. Oh, he's oh, fucked it. He's unlucky. He's only done uh, eleven. Oh. Ooh, one oh nine. Here we go. Let's you see what happens. Unlucky. This is your first first experience of bad luck, Jack. You... Ever. Yeah. <laughs> you look up and see great cascades of snow tumbling down the mountainside. With horror, you realise that you are standing in the path of the avalanche. You look around and see an outcrop under which you could shelter. The approaching mass of snow is no more than 100 metres away and you struggle to run for cover. Roll two dice. If the total is the same or less than your skill, turn to 81. If it's greater than your skill, turn to 371. So I think you here you probably want to get under your skill. Okay. Ideally. So under seven. Yeah. No, Ooh. it's seven on the dot. Dive under the outcrop. That's what you're just going to say. You die. <laughs> <laughs> you dive under the outcrop as the snow crashes down all around. Pressing yourself close as you can against the ice-covered wall of your shelter, you wait until the avalanche has passed by. Sigh of relief, you set off again in search of the crystal caves. Turn to 363. Not that unlucky. No. Well, you were unlucky, but you were skillful enough to. Thank you very much. To sort it out. Yeah. You make your way slowly up the mountain until you reach a rock face that is too steep to climb. You walk around the side until you see a massive wall of ice which completely blocks a gully between two peaks of the mountain, the glacier. Your heart leaps as you catch sight of the piece of fur left hanging on the wall of ice by the trapper. Although you cannot see the entrance, you walk straight ahead. You shut your eyes as you think you're about to walk into the wall of ice, but you walk straight through the illusion and find yourself inside a long tunnel carved into the ice. You walk down it and soon arrive at a T-junction. It's got a bit pedestrian all of a sudden. <laughs> it was all a bit grand and, yeah. and uh, fantastical. And then all of a sudden it's like, you're, you're right at T-junction. T-junction. <laughs> look left, look right, observe the stop sign. Mirror signal manoeuvre, and will you be going left or right? Is that really re- left or right? Yeah, yeah, left or right at the T-junction. My instinct is telling me left. Left. 393. 395. Left. The tunnel bends round to the right. No, you, I went left. No, you did go left. You turn left, <laughs> and then the tunnel bends round to the right. As you turn the corner, you almost bump into a tall, pale-skinned humanoid coming the other way. He's wearing a white cloak with a hood pulled over his head. He is a mountain elf, one of the Snow Witch's followers. Will you nod your head to him and walk past nonchalantly? Tell him you have come to join the Snow Witch's followers or attack him with your sword. I'm going to nod my head. Just nod your head, right? No, a little, yeah. Yeah. So uh, like, yeah, I'm, I'm here casually. I mean, I'm always here. Yeah, of course. Of course we were going to bump into each other. Perfect. I wonder, if, I wonder if he'll do anything to me. <laughs> we shall see. It's exciting, isn't it? Here we go. 89. Test your luck. If you're lucky, 10 to 3, 3, 1. If you're unlucky, 10 to 1, 3. OK. Lower than 8. Oh, oh, damn it. 11. 
it's harder, isn't it, when you uh, when okay. your luck gets a bit lower. We're on seven now, luck. 103. This is not going to go well. I don't know that it is going to go well. The mountain elf looks surprised and asks why you are not wearing your obedience collar. You see that he is wearing a metal collar around his neck which glows in the semi-darkness and realise that you, it must be the collar he's talking about. If you wish to reply that you have put on weight recently and are having your collar widened, <laughs> turn to 70. If you would rather attack the elf before he raises the alarm, they're your options. <laughs> An excellent blag, may I say. You sort of suddenly sketch your conversation. I just imagine both of them are hilarious. But him just being like, why are you uh, not wearing your obedience collar? And I just go, and just, just <laughs> kill him. <laughs> is, is that what you want to do? Or um, do you want to try and tell him that you've put on weight? I, I, I don't know that it's going <laughs> to work. I don't know that that's going to work. But I, I, mean, I don't know. I think that's a really funny answer. But I'm going to attack him. Yeah, fuck him up. I'm going to fuck him up. <laughs> Right. What's he ever done to me? Who cares? And this is all Brexit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Go back no, to where you came from. I mean, even though you're literally in his home. <laughs> As you draw your sword, the mountain elf, with a shrill battle cry, pulls back his cloak and grips his sword. You must fight. Okay. He's a little monk, mate, though. He's got a, stat, a skill of six and a stamina of six. Oh, okay. So you should... Okay. You should be able to have him. Right. Let's go. He draws out his sword. Oh, and oh. You just carry it away. Slash him ah. up. He's down to four. Bring it on. Yeah. Two and a three. Two and a three. We've both got the same. Both got the but same. I win because I've got a higher skill. Exactly. Bingo. So you go to parry. You do parry, but you knock his sword away and just kick him in the bollocks. <laughs> if he's got him. If he's got him. But he hasn't anymore. Yeah! Oh, no. And he's Look dead. At that. And he's down. Just chop his head clean off. <laughs> How's that for a collar, dickhead? <laughs> Turn to 208. That would be a great line. <laughs> How's that for a collar? Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> sort of mess up the coolness yeah. of it by just being a bit fucking street, a bit fucking chavvy. Basically just geezers. Have <laughs> that fucking mug. Right. The mountain elf slumps to the floor. His strange metal collar stops glowing. You wonder what is happening and decide to hurry down the tunnel. Turn to two, four, one. I would have taken his collar. But it's uh, probably attached it to him. An obedience collar. Yeah. So maybe you don't want to take it because that might. Maybe she's controlling his mm. mind. That is true. You got to think about this, this stuff. You got. You got to think about these things, mate. I'm part of a whole new culture. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I've got to take it all in. Exactly. Exactly. Here we go. The tunnel forks, and you must decide quickly which way to go. You can hear the sound of running feet coming down the branch to your right. If you wish to run down the left branch. Turn to three, two, one. If you'd rather head down the right branch to face whoever is coming towards you, turn to one, four, five. Let's go to one, four, five. Ah, oh, mate, let's, I like this. You're just go, fucking uh, slamming into these people. Because I've got, I, I'm not. Why would they be running? It could either be an attacker, it could be someone running away, or I could help. Maybe, or maybe they could help you. Yeah. We'll I like. Out. I like your thinking, Jack. I like it a lot. I don't want to just run away. One, four, five. 
Is it going to be people you help? No. You draw your sword and head down the tunnel. Two goblins with ugly faces run into view, both wearing glowing metal collars around their neck. They see you in advance, snarling with daggers drawn. Fight them one at a time. <laughs> For the listeners, I've made a sketch called the Goblin, <laughs> and that's what he says. <laughs> Two Dean Dobbses run down. <laughs> that was a reference to the Goblin there, which is a sketch by Jack and Dean. I've put a link in the show notes, so if you haven't seen it, go and give it a watch. It's really funny, and it'll also put that last joke in context. It's win-win, right? Anyway, now for the chosen ones among you. You may now be blessed with some messages from advertisers. Oh, lucky. I've got to fight both of them. You've got to fight both of them, one at a time, though. It's a small tunnel. <laughs> Form an orderly so, queue for this yeah. for this battle. The first goblin, he's got a skill of five and a stamina of five. Again, bring it on, Gobbo. Let's go. Oh, oh short work. He's just like... Kick it. Got another eleven there. Got three left. Here we go. Yeah, I've got six. I've also got, got seven. I've got, oh, no, like, got, got six. But I, my skill, but my skill's, skills higher. higher. Yeah. So, oh, he's down to one. You're just like slicing. I'm doing this with my eyes closed. You're not even phased. Oh, I've got this is hey. the third snake eyes that I've rolled. <laughs> That's the third eleven that I've rolled. Oh, umbel. So you absolutely short work just of number do. one. How do you want to finish number one? Um. I'm just going to push him. I'm just going <laughs> to push he's him like, He's like dazed. You know when he's like, yeah, like video yeah. games and stuff when they're a bit dazed? I'm just going to push him over. And he just falls yeah. over. Yeah. Bam. And, then he, and he bursts into dust. <laughs> the second's like, Aye. And what's Dean's voice again? <laughs> he, starts, he starts trying to take off his lips. And I'm like, and Dean, like, Dean, stop it. I'm going to fight you. <laughs> Oh, I've got a five, seven. And You've I've got, got an eight. And I've got an eight. Oh, so you do him again. He's, he's, only, got the same. he's only got four, so he's now on oh, two. Bring it on. Oh, you can fucking slice him without them even touching you. Easy. Oh, mate, and I've got a three. Nine. Ah, oh, you do him. You slice off his lips. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> keep them for later. Just go, I'll have them. <laughs> right. Anyone listening? Such niche references. <laughs> <laughs> niche references to your YouTube sketches. Stop saying lips. Right. So you win. Turn to three, four, seven. I'm doing all right. Mate, you're doing fucking great. I, I would definitely have died by now. Because, see, You've got snake eyes rolling. For a start, I've got snake eyes rolling. And that is bullshit. Secondly, you're being very bold with it, which is a good way to go around. Mm. Sometimes, you know, they want you to, like, just fucking hammer it down and just mm-hmm. go for it. Just go for fight it, a mate. mammoth. Yeah, fight a mammoth. Fight yeah. He fight two goblins. There ain't no thing. <laughs> All in a day's work. I've only got one hand as well. <laughs> just oh, literally, I'm fighting with one hand tied behind the back. Such a fucking baller. <laughs> pure. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get into these now because I, I feel like I'm good at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are. You're gonna play the next one. You are dead. You search through the clothing of the goblins and find some salted fish, a candle, and two gold pieces, which you decide to take along with their daggers. Nice. So you can put this on your... my uh, provisions. Equipment list. Equipment list. So I've got two daggers. Yep. A candle. (laughs) Yeah, that could be be useful. Could be useful. A candle. And some salted fish. It doesn't say a provision, so... um, So can I not eat the fish? So I think maybe it would... It might be useful for something in the future. You might meet a certain person who wants fish. Thing, who wants some salted fish. Who's to right. say? 
can't believe how far back I just killed the Yeti that I was looking for. Now I'm just I know. doing God knows what. That, that's just the introduction, mate. <laughs> that's Act 1. Yeah. We're deep into Act 2 now, and you are walking. Oh, good. Further ahead, in the left-hand wall of the tunnel, you see a gap. You walk near it and peer round to see a cave in which a Neanderthal is stripping the skin off a moose, making it ready for the large simmering stew pot behind him. He's working very slowly and is being yelled at by the gnome cook, who is wearing a white apron and waving a wooden spoon in the air. If you wish to enter the crude kitchen, turn to 95. You should rather creep past the entrance, turn to 267. I wonder what would be useful about going in this kitchen. It feels like that person's being abused and I could maybe save them from the gnome chef. It does, yeah. That's That quite possibly could happen. Then he could help you mm-hmm. in some way. Or maybe feed me as well. Feed you. Yeah. We're going to go in the kitchen. The gnome runs up to you and shouts, Get out! Dinner will not be ready for another two hours. <laughs> do you like that one? Yeah, I do like that one, yeah. You'll hear the bell. Mind you, you look a little worse for wear, so you can have this stale cake if you wish. The gnome points to a piece of cake lying on the table. If you wish to take the cake and leave, turn to 290. If you'd rather attack the snow witches... (laughs) Cake or death? (laughs) Cake. Cake, please. Oh, we're all out of cake. (laughs) I didn't expect such a rush. The gnome's, I mean, he seems quite nice. He's a bit grumpy. Yeah. But he's often I don't know if he's cake. worth about killing him. I'm going to take the cake. Take the cake. Leave it. 290. Lovely. This is probably going to be a bad choice. The cake is poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> you leave the cake and turn left back to the tunnel, eating the cake as you go. It's stale and virtually tasteless, but it gives you a little energy. Add one stamina point. Yeah, but I'm yeah. on 10. Turn to 198. Do you want to. I mean, 10. 10's all right. If you get in a big fight. Yeah, 10 stamina's all right, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. What was your original? My original was 13? Yeah. I think. And how many provisions have you got? Nine? Um, I, I only had one, I had one meal, didn't I? Yeah. So yeah, I've got, I've got nine see, meals. Oh yeah, I think you're probably all right, maybe. Yeah, go on. St- I've had a cake. I'll have a meal as well. Go on. You've, you've convinced me. I'm going to have okay. 14 stamina. Lovely. I'll take a meal off. So I've got eight meals now. Turn to one. I've had my meals in reverse, so I've had cake and then a meal. Oh, yeah. It's like when you know, you were at school yeah. and everyone used to eat their chocolate bars first. Absolutely. I was always looking down on those kids. Did you? Yeah, I, I was, was like, what are you eating your Rocky kids, bar man. now? Like, save it for kids. later. Really? Yeah. Well, you, did you eat your, your dessert I, first? Mate, I was lucky if I got into the first lesson without eating my Rocky bar. <laughs> <laughs> I just literally no self-control whatsoever. <laughs> if I can miss a Rocky bar. I know, I haven't had one in a long time. Yeah, they're really good. Which the was your favourite one? The caramel one was yeah, the best one. Boy. I, also, my mum never used to get them, and they used to just be at my mate's house. Oh, really? So I used to just fucking murder a rocket. It was a treat at someone else's house. Nice, nice. I, uh, I used to love a gold bar. It used mm-hmm. to be my favourite. Or I always used to... My mum always used to get a blue riband. Oh, yeah. I remember. Um, and I always used to think, oh, this isn't very nice. Wafer, dry, mm-hmm. rubbish. Actually, as you get older, when you dig into it, man, <laughs> it's good. It's, it's good. good. It's a good one. What would you put in your gold tier of chocolate bars? Oh, holy fuck. Um, okay, we're going off topic, but <laughs> how many can I have? Definitely not a topic. Um, let's say you can have three gold tier. Right, I'm going Kit Kat chunky peanut butter. Nice. Bosh. Uh, I'm going probably gold bar. Okay. 
and I'm going mint club biscuit. Ooh, not a fan of mint chocolate. You not? No, but I won't. I won't take that away from you. I won't judge you for it. I think mine's got to be a whisper. Oh, mate, that is a good shout. A double decker. Oh, good shout. And maybe a boost. Boost is good. Boost oh, is good. Or a Mars bar, because Mars bars are brilliant. Or a Snickers. I'd go Snickers over Mars, and I'd probably go Star Bar over a Boost. They're very Ooh. similar, but it's got that peanutiness. You like a bit of peanut, don't you? I like a bit I of do, peanut. I do agree that the peanut butter um, Kit Kat Chunky is a revelation. Oh, mate, so good. I know your recent addition as well. It's only been around yeah, a few years. Yeah, yeah, but it's already straight up there. If I'm going to treat myself to, <laughs> to something, it's going to be that. I like a Whisper Bar. There's something about the texture of a Whisper Bar that's different to yeah, all of the no, dairy milk chocolates. I am, I am with you on that. Right, back to the adventure. Um, you can no, tell I'm hungry. Found it yet. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want an Anna? <laughs> I'm alright for now. <laughs> right, 198. In the distance, you hear chanting voices. Before long, the tunnel ends at the entrance to a large cavern. Kneeling down before an ice effigy in the shape of a demon, their hooded faces pressed to the ice floor in worship are ten of the Snow Witch's followers. There are two exits from the cave. One to your left and one to your right. If you're wearing a cloak, turn to 384. If you're not wearing a cloak, turn to 260. I'm not wearing a cloak, am I? You're not wearing a cloak, are you? No. So I don't have a choice? You do not. Oh, no. I bet the cloak was like of invisibility or something. Yeah, or even just one of their cloaks to disguise you. I've got a dagger, I've got a candle and some salted fish, but no cloak. You could maybe offer them some salted fish to leave you alone. (laughs) You breathe in deeply and walk casually through the cavern towards the tunnel to your right. Turn to 370. Nothing to see here. You are almost at the entrance of the tunnel when the worshippers stop their chanting. They stand up and one of them calls out, asking why you did not stop to sing the praises of the Frozen One. If you have a magic flute, you can tell them that you've been ordered to go and play it for the Snow Witch. Otherwise, you may fight them and try and run for the tunnel. Let's have a fight. Okay, yeah, I admire your stones on that. There are ten of them, but I reckon you can have them. Um, right, okay. One, at One a time. four, three. What does my potion do? Uh, which potion did you have? Skill. I had skill, didn't I? Yeah, so that just puts your skill back up to eight. Which well, it's I... on seven at the moment, so I'm going to leave it at seven. I think, I yeah. Stamina's at 14. I mean, you're, you're in fairly... I mean, good nick. Good Nick, I think. All right, let's fight these ten bastards. I've done a lot of fighting today. You have, actually. You've done an impressive amount. You're just really gung-ho. A bit achy, you know what I mean? It's like after you've been to the gym. You're like, oh. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to put on a coat sometimes after <laughs> I've been to the gym. That's how, really? that's how weak I am. Oh, well, then, no, that's just I've worked out my muscles a little bit. And I'm, I'm putting on a coat is hard. Yeah, right. I mean, on the very seldom that I go. <laughs> but when I do, it's just like... Days afterwards. I've had it hard sometimes. That was not worth it. <laughs> when I used to live in a different place that had a higher than usual doorknob on the front door, okay. coming home from the gym, I like struggled <laughs> to, re- to reach it. I was like, oh God, that is so painful. It shouldn't be this painful to open a door. Oh no. <laughs> right, yeah. okay. Let's that fight these bastards. Lame. But you as Adventurer Jack mm. are just double fucking hard. You, yeah, don't, yeah, you don't get two shits, man. The followers are a group of goblins, orcs and Neanderthals. There are too many of them for you to overcome and you're soon captured. Oh, okay, so I'm not fighting them. They drag you over to a circle of ice dyed blue in which the effigy stands. Amid wails and wild shouting, 
they throw you into the blue circle. The effigy immediately jerks its frozen limbs into motion. You have unleashed the power of an ice demon. Oh, shit. Oh, boss music. <laughs> Zim is on the drums again. In addition to its normal attack, throw one die every attack round for its jet of freezing gas that shoots out of its nostrils. On a roll of one, two, or three, the gas will hit you and reduce your stamina by one point. Every time? Four, five, or six, it will miss you if you win. Right, so I'm going to give myself an extra dice. Oh, bloody hell. And so the red one... The red one? That's for its, that's for its nostrils. It's, uh, yeah. It's cold nostrils. <laughs> Gas snot. <laughs> so its skill is nine and its stamina is eleven. Oh bloody hell. Oh I think this might have ya. Oh that's bad. So, got, so the gas misses you, that's one good thing. But its claws reach out and give you a fucking swipe. Oh Jesus. Okay, so what goes down? My stamina? Stamina goes down by two. Okay. We're on twelve. Here we go. Got a six. You've got an. I've got. No, seven. No, eight. Eight. Uh, And hang on, what's a three? The gas has hit you and reduced your stamina by one point. Okay. But I did get it. But you did get it. So I'm on eleven stamina. Swipe over. He is on nine. Here we go. (sighs) Oh, the gas gets you again. But I got in with seven. And but exactly the same again. You're just taking the gas like an absolute boss and not letting it throw you off your stride. <laughs> oh, bad. Bad one. Oh, it, well, it misses with the gas. Yeah. But it gets me but with it the claws. it gets you with its claws. So I'm on eight. Away. Oh, this ice demon is a bit of a bad one. Oh, no. Oh, no. We might be all right. Gas oh. gets you. Bam. But... Uh, Who's yeah. got higher skill? He's nice. got higher skill, oh, so, so he yeah. gets me double, so I get three points off. You get three points off. Oh dear. Five. Oh. I'm actually that. nervous. Oh. Seven. That's a oh. cock dice. Do you again for you both. Again. Oh no, the no that misses. The gas misses. The gas misses, so just two. Oh bloody hell. Oh, this is the end. Dear. Gas hits you. And he gets four, nine. Oh, he's done you three. I'm dead. What's that? So he just hocks up a big icy loogie out of his nose on you while you're distracted. Just chomps down and bites your head off. Oh. Bosh. Dead. Is that the end of, is that the first, is that the first so, end of, of Adventure of Jack Howard? That's, under normal circumstances, Jack Howard, that would be you dead. But, but we're going to have to kill off. give you... A big reverse. Back to normal. I'm going to put your stamina. No, I'm going to put your stamina back to half. So what was your initial? It was. Uh, I've, I've crossed things out and rubbed things out and things like that. Let's have a look. Fuck it. I can just make it up. I'm Games Master. Right. I'm going to give you like ten left. Okay. Right. I've got ten but stamina. I'm going to say that you killed. That ice demon just. So we're going to go as if you killed it. If okay, you we're not. We're not going to go back and give me a different decision to make. No, no, because uh, I think basically at that point all roads led to uh, to death. Led to your death. Okay, so, so I've got go... seven skill, ten stamina, and seven luck. Yep. And I still got all my equipment. You still got all your equipment. All right. 
Maybe take off a provision as well, just oh, so you uh, chuffing it. You've used the provision to come back to life. So what? So what have I used? So uh, you've one just meal got, or something. Yeah, one meal. Uh, okay, so I've only got seven meals left. Yeah, and ten stamina. The ice demon crashes onto the floor in a pile of broken ice. The Snow Witch's followers fall back in terror, afraid you might now possess the demon's powers. Add one luck. Oh, nice. Unchallenged. I don't, I don't feel I don't feel I've earned that, but no, but you know, I'm, I'm in charge here, and I say yeah, why not? Unchallenged. You are able to leave the cave by the tunnel exit. Turn to one three seven. I've got two balls here. I got too cocky there. Yeah, but I mean, you 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 played it well so I died far. With I think. You did. You did. To quite a big ice demon. Mm. But now you're back. The tunnel ends quite soon in another T junction. <laughs> to your left, you can hear cries for help. If you wish to turn left, turn to three 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 one one. You wish to turn right, turn to one, two, five. Yeah, let's go help. Go help? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an honourable hero. Absolutely you are. The tunnel ends at the edge of a pit, out of which a dwarf is trying to climb, but keeps on slipping back. The floor of the pit is covered with large ice boulders which have crashed down from a shaft above the pit. One lands on the dwarf's shoulders and you hear wild cheers from the top of the shaft as he tumbles to the floor. The dwarf sees you and shouts, Curse you, stranger, if you do not aid me. I see that you're not wearing a collar. <laughs> the dwarf is Billy Connolly. <laughs> and all dwarfs are Scottish, right? That's just the fantasy rule. Sure. I mean, I, I'm not really... I was, I was expecting him to be squeaky. Really? What, like a dwarf? You know, like Lord of the Rings are all Scottish, aren't they? <laughs> if you wish to help the dwarf out of the pit, turn 376. If you'd rather ignore his pleas and walk back to the junction, turn to 57. Yeah, go on, we'll end him in hand. Help him out. Help him out. You lie down and lean over the edge of the pit and tell the dwarf to grab your arm. Much to the annoyance of the spectators above, the dwarf escapes from the pit. You run together back to the junction where the dwarf turns right. You tell the dwarf that you intend to carry straight on to find the Snow Witch, and turning right will lead you back to the Hall of Worship. The dwarf tells you that he must escape quickly and return to his village now that he is free. He thanks you for helping him and hands you a leather bag and then runs off. But before he disappears, he turns and shouts, But be well, I'll wait your heart. You open the leather bag and find a sling and three iron balls. You pack them away and set off along the tunnel. So, so beware the... Down leather bag containing... A sling... Sling and three? Three iron balls. Three iron balls. Ammo for the sling, I'd imagine. And also, some advice to beware the white rat. So we'll see. Is if that I... what you said in that accent, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, really may, maybe out. every time I do one of my awful voices, I should, I should explicitly make sure what I am saying. <laughs> because... Beware the white beware rat. Beware the white rat. I'm going to make a little note of that. Wonderful. One, two, five. The tunnel through the glacier soon leads into the mountainside itself, and the walls change from ice to bare rock. You enter a large cavern which has three other exits leading from it, one to your left, one to your right, and the main one, carved as a giant skull, lying directly opposite. As you enter, 
an ugly robed man steps out of the mouth of the skull, holding a glass prism in his outstretched hands. He commands you to turn back, as only the Snow Witch's personal servants are allowed inside the mountain. If you have a magic flute, you may wish to tell him that you've been asked to come and play it for the Snow Witch, or you may attack him with your sword. Can I not just fling some uh, iron balls at him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid you cannot. Right, I guess I've got to attack him with him. my sword. One, five, six. This magic flute sounds like yeah, it. Yeah, it sounds like it's might a necessity. Been... I need to might, find a magic might flute have from made somewhere. your life easier. That's okay, that's gone now. We don't need it. You're just powering through with your sword. The ugly man sneers as you draw your sword. He rubs the prism, <laughs> and suddenly three identical images of him appear. They walk towards you. Each one has a dagger raised in its right hand. Two of the images must be illusions, but which will you strike with your sword? We strike the man on the left, the man in the middle, or the man to your right. So he's basically just... He's made copies of himself. He's magicked two copies of himself. And I'm trying to have a look and see if... I don't think there are any clues. He mm. rubs the prism. Suddenly three identical. So you go left, right, middle. I think it's... Probably just bear Look at the drawer, isn't it? Um, I mean, you could always. I'm going to go with lucky left again. Lucky left. It's obvious that he'd be in the middle. Good point. Good point. Left is good. The illusionist laughs out loud as your sword nearly cuts through one of his images and his dagger plunges into your shoulder. Ow! Lose two stamina points and turn to 279. I'm on eight. Well, surely now he's giving himself away. Well, has he? Because he withdraws his dagger and the three images prepare to strike you again. You decide to swipe your blade across all the images. Yeah, that would make sense. In an attempt to strike the real illusionist. Test your luck. Oh, chuffing heck. Okay, I've got to get lower than eight. Come on, Jack. <laughs> oh, nine. Past it. With nine. Luck goes down, yeah. doesn't it? Luck goes down each time. Okay, One, so we're on seven, seven now. Once again, your sword fails to find its mark and the dagger cuts into your arm. Lose two more st stamina points Ooh. and one skill point. Chuffing heck! In desperation, you hack frantically how? at the three images. How many? So how many? What am I to get rid of? Two stamina and one oh, skill. God. So I'm on six stamina. And I'm on six skill. Oh my god. Ooh. Test your luck again. As you're oh trying to hack god. frantically at the three images. I was so arrogant at the beginning of this. I was oh. like, oh yeah, what are people talking about? You die all the time. I'm I'm properly losing now. Here we go, come on. Test my luck. Lower come than on. seven. Come on, come on. No, that is oh, very much. That's a ten. That is Unlucky very much ten. ten. 361. You're so lucky at the start as well. It's all gone. I'm, I'm just rolled too high. I can't get snake eyes. So I'm on six luck now. Oh no, I'm on six, six, six. Oh. Maybe it'll come in handy. Lose one luck point again. Oh, Lose got another, another one. one. Five. Turn to oh, six, six, five. That's not as scary of a number. Go back again. Another Test two stamina. Another two stamina and another one skill. Now? Yeah. Each time you're unlucky. You go back and he does you again. Two off, both. Two off stamina, one off skill. Okay. Chuffing heck. We're on four stamina. And we're on five skill. Test your luck. Lower than five. 
come on. Oh, he's just got four. He's got four. four. There we go. Right. We're there. But I get rid of a bit of lock two, anyway. Don't three, I? two. Yeah, you go down to so four. The lock goes down to four now. Anyway. The illusionist screams in pain as your sword cuts into his side. He drops to the floor as his other two images fade away. As you step over him, he starts to laugh and stands up, his wound completely healed. If you wish to thrust your sword at him again, turn to 261. If you wish to try and smash his prism, turn to 72. Let's smash the prism. That's definitely the source of I think of that's the power, isn't it? it? Yeah. Unless that itself is also an illusion. Let's see how clever this uh, book is. That would, be, that would be a bit naughty, <laughs> this wouldn't it? This 80s book is. <laughs> you pretend to give up the fight and then suddenly leap at the illusionist. Catching him momentarily off guard, you manage to snatch a prism out of his hands and throw it on the floor. It shatters into tiny pieces and the illusionist turns and flees into the skull mouth, screaming at the top of his voice. Smoke rises from the shattered fragments of the prison and forms itself into the shape of a bald, fat man, a genie. <laughs> Hovering in midair, he bows and thanks you for releasing him. He tells you that if you call on him, he will make you invisible, just once, as a token of gratitude. Without saying another word, the image shivers and disappears. You now have to decide which way to head. Okay, you so I've got, I've got the use of a genie. You have the use of a genie. To make me invisible. That could be handy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely could. Um... I want that magic flute, though. That's what I was hoping he was going to give me. Man, like, basically, in all these books, I think you should just always trust amiable, bald, fat men. Because <laughs> they're just always good blokes. Yeah, yeah. I find that that's true, generally. <laughs> <laughs> Will you enter the tunnel to your left, enter the tunnel with a skull mouth, or the tunnel to your right? Skull mouth, mate. It's the most interesting one, isn't it? Yeah. Left, was, right, or skull mouth? I was mouth. hoping you'd say the skull mouth. <laughs> Two, eight, eight. I think we all were. <laughs> <laughs> the tunnel soon leads to another cavern where you see a huge white bearded man wearing a white furs lifting a wooden chest onto a high shelf. He is a frost giant. There is only one other exit out of his lair via the tunnel and the opposite wall. If you wish to run through his lair into the tunnel opposite, turn to 243, or if you'd like to attack him, turn to 112. Let's try and run. I think you should try and run with your stats as they yeah. currently are. They're pretty bad yeah they are although i mean we'll we'll uh see how this goes see how this goes you wait until the frost giant has his back to you and then run through his lair you reach the next tunnel before the snow moving giant realizes what is happening but you do not stop running turn to 338 and that might imply that there's there's something else something i think maybe something you fall through you soon arrive at a crossroads in the tunnel. However, you have no time to examine the left and right branches as a strange hum humanoid is advancing towards you from straight ahead. 10 to 59, we're jumping all over the shop now. <clears throat> Before you stands a crystal warrior, one of the Snow Witch's personal guardians who has been sent to deal with you. He is made of quartz, which has been animated by the Snow Witch's sorcery. Edged weapons will not harm the crystal warrior. So your sword is useless. If you possess a warhammer, you may succeed in smashing the crystal warrior to pieces. If you do not possess a warhammer, turn to two. Page two. Page two. If you rescued the genie from the prism, you may call on him now. 
Genie! <laughs> Yoo-hoo! <laughs> That's what the genie says. When you, when you need me, just go, Yoo-hoo! I'd <laughs> rather not do that. I'd, is there another way that I can, no? He's <laughs> <laughs> basically like Ricky Gervais from Extras. Yeah, yeah. Who appears. <laughs> the genie appears, hovering above the crystal warrior. He snaps his fingers and you immediately become invisible. The crystal warrior punches the air through with his rough quartz fists, but you're able to slip by him unnoticed. By the time the invisibility spell wears off, you are well away from your adversary. Further on, the tunnel ends at a T-junction. Go left or go right. We keep going left, so let's go right. Right, right, right. Three, six, eight. The tunnel ends in a wooden door which is locked. You press your ear to it and hear the sound of feet show, slowly shuffling across the floor. If you wish to knock on the door, turn to 83. If you'd rather return to the junction and head straight on, turn to 150. I'm here now, let's knock on the door. Let's knock on the door, say hello. He's <laughs> <laughs> gone well. <laughs> the genie's like, you've already used me. <laughs> oh yeah, I crossed the genie off actually. That is a good point, yeah. Don't have him no more. A man comes to the door. His skin is sickly, a sickly grey-white colour. His vacant eyes and slow movements def are definitely those of a mindless zombie. If you wish to attack him, turn to 62. Or if you wish to run back to the junction and head straight on, turn to 150. Let's attack him. Let's fucking I do can, it. I think I can take you on You can do a zombie. And I'm going to eat two meals. Yeah, I mean, technically you can't do oh, that. because we're in, we're in battle now. Now you're in battle. All right, well, well fuck it then. Well, no, I'm going to give you a meal if you want, or... No, go on. I'll, I'll, stay, I'll stay by the rules. The zombie picks up a club from behind the door and shuffles forward to fight you. He has the skill of six and a stamina of six. Mm, he's better than me. But you may escape after two attack rounds by running back if you want to. Okay. Because I guess he's quite slow. I got six. four and you got six. So you fucking hack up that zombie boy. Let's <laughs> Oh, zombie's got a eight. Yeah, you've got an eight. Yeah! Oh, boy, you've got a ten. No, what was that? It was a nine. Nine. Oh, hang on, though. Yours is five, his is six. So we just parry. Oh, I got a nine. And, and I, got got, I got a ten. So we parry again. We just... It's like the long punch-up from the Farsha. <laughs> I got oh, eight. And I got a seven. Yes. Nice, so we're still the same parrying here. again. Bloody hell. Three parrying. <laughs> Cling. Cling. <laughs> Six. Come on, boy. I got five. Fuck off. Is that Four another parry? Right, I'm going to say the next one, if we get the same, you fucking do it because, you know, he's a zombie. You can do it. Seven. You got, got seven, seven, but I've got one more. So yeah, I so you, you do me. Oh, oh dice is I've gone. Dro I've dropped the dice. <laughs> and the pencil. It's, it's all going wrong. What, so what does he take so off he some takes stamina? Off two stamina. Oh god, I'm only on two stamina now. Oh. Let's go. Oh, he's got a nine, and I've got a I've got an eleven. You do him. Give him a. Right, come on, last leg. one, I can come take on. him out. Come on. You've got, a, got seven. a seven. And I've got a oh, ten. Got a ten! Yes! 
I can tell that you can't. <laughs> I don't even want to say that on here. <laughs> That's fine. Zombie dead. Chuffin' heck. Right, can I have a meal now? I would. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have two meals. Cool. So I'm taking my stamina back up to ten. Cool. Nice one. I'm gonna leave my skill where it is for now. Cool. The zombie was probably in charge of the storeroom. Probably. That the door opens into. Jars and bottles of various shapes and sizes line the walls, and many boxes and barrels are stacked up on the floor. You search, you search quickly through them and find little of interest except for a jar of ground minotaur horn, some garlic, a box full of teeth, a jar of pickled lizard's tails, and four large dragon's eggs. As you will not be able to fit everything in your backpack, you may only take three of these items. Leaving the room, you walk back to the junction and head straight down the tunnel. So, you may take three of the following. Some garlic, mm -hmm. ground minotaur horn, a box full of teeth, a jar full of... That's not like something Dean would just say. <laughs> okay, a box full of teeth. A jar of pickled lizard's tails and four large dragon eggs. Well, I'm going to take four large dragon eggs. That sounds... Because that's interesting. Yeah. So I'm going to take four Is a box eggs. of teeth not interesting? <laughs> it, I mean, I'm it trying to think about what were useful. What, was, what were the rest of them? Um, oh. Ground minotaur horn, some garlic, a box full of teeth, a jar of pickled lizard tails. So you need to take two of those. I'm going to take a, I am going to take the box of teeth. Yeah, why not? Box of teeth. Box of bloody teeth. And minotaur horn. Ground minotaur horn, nice. And then we turn to 150. So far, the salted fish has not come in handy. It's not come in handy, has it? Neither is the candle or the daggers. No. But maybe in a different universe where you took some different decisions, it would have done. Like the genie. The genie came in handy. Yeah, he did. Pretty instantly. Yeah. That was ideal. I need that bloody flute. <laughs> you do. The tunnel ends at a wooden door which opens up when you turn the handle. You walk into a massive high ceiling chamber which ends at a wall of ice. In the centre of the chamber is an open marble sarcophagus with its lid propped up against the side. A white rat suddenly jumps out of the sarcophagus and runs towards you. It stops in front of you and starts to grow and change shape. If you possess any ground minotaur horn... Bingo! Turn to 52. Let's do it. 52. You remember an old legend that ground minotaur horn is the only substance that can stop metamorphosis spells from working. I do remember that. You quickly sprinkle some on the growing creature and relax a little as it shrinks back to a white rat again. The legend was true. Intrigued by the open sarcophagus, you decide to walk over and examine it. Minotaur horn, done. Two, nine, seven. I assume I don't get to use the minotaur horn again. Maybe keep it on there, but I wouldn't have thought they would. Okay. You would there would be another situation where you would need it. I think each one is just one situation in use. Oh my goodness! It's about to kick off. As you approach the sarcophagus, a woman's eerie laughter echoes around the chamber. <laughs> a beautiful woman wearing white fur slowly rises out of the sarcophagus, and when she smiles. You see the telltale fangs and realise with horror that the Snow Witch is a vampire. <laughs>
If you have some garlic, Jeez, turn two to things. 210. Oh! If you do not have any garlic, turn to 60. I don't have any garlic. I was going to say when you did it, like, well, if there's a vampire, maybe garlic will be good. But then I thought, there won't be a vampire in an ice cavern. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I think this might be a final boss, Jack. Right. So I think I'm going to let you, before we go into it. Yeah. Should I stock up? I think I'm going to let you use your skill potion. Okay, skill potion takes us back up to five. eight. Yeah. So we're back on eight. And I'm going to eat all my meals. <laughs> <laughs> so you just sit there stuffing your face and then they're just so fat and got indigestion. Um, no, well, what's your, at the moment, ten? ten. I'm going to let you eat two meals. Two meals, okay. So we've gone to 18. So you just do that after the white rat and just before you go, I will look at that sarcophagus. I definitely will, but I'm just going to have a little nibble. Have a little nibble, yeah. And a little drink of my potion. <laughs> okay, so... Okay, so we're on eight skill, 18 stamina and four luck. Let's do it. Right. The snow witch climbs out of the sarcophagus and walks towards you. More like with snow her bitch. Mouth <laughs> wide open. Her gaze is powerful, and you hear a voice in your mind telling you to drop your sword and loosen your collar. Roll two dice. If the total is the same or less than your skill, turn to eight. If it's higher, turn to 116. Roll it for your skill. It is higher than my skill. We've got. I have a feeling that you could really double ten. that being lower, but ten higher than. <clears throat> I've got to say okay. it would probably be better if it was lower as well. <laughs> okay, well here we go. You find yourself obeying her command. No, oh, fuck me. You loosen your collar and bear your neck in readiness for her to drink your blood. You will be a servant forever in the world of the undead. The end. The end. Oh fuck. Well, you know it'll be a nice life, I think. Yeah. I like being a servant. Can we just see yeah. for fun what would have happened if I got... I'm going to give you another life. Let's Wait. go back. <laughs> well done for getting that. Yeah, nice one. Thank you. Turn to eight. First try. You quickly gather your thoughts and remember that a vampire can only be killed by driving a stake through its heart. If you possess a carved rune stick, turn to seven. If not, one, two, one. I've got dragon eggs. I don't think you've got a carved rune stick, so I think that... Got some salted fish. That might be... <laughs> that might be curtains again. <laughs> you panic as you realise you are not carrying the weapons needed to slay a vampire. The snow bitch gradually gains control of your mind and forces you to bear your neck in readiness for her to drink your blood. Right. You will be her servant forever in the world of the undead. Yeah, um, I'm fucking dead. I didn't pick dead. up the right things. You didn't. I could have garlicked her. You I thought, what am I going to be cooking? That's what I thought when I heard oh. garlic. I was like, yeah, pickled lizard tails. Go. Sounds a bit fantastical, but what am I going to use garlic? Yeah. Make Turns nice out, stew. witches of also vampires. Fucking yes. Well, Jack. Well, we tried. We tried. I, mean, I think you gave it a bloody good crack. You know what I should have done? I should have gone, sod this, I'm going back to Big John and his big blue eyes. <laughs> You'd have been fine now. You'd have had nice, I'm 50 gold. A nice win for 50 gold. You'd probably retire on that. But then it would have been weird that the whole thing was called the cavern of the, uh, the Snow Witch. <laughs> I'm, there's no Snow it Witch in it. should have been called Hunting a Yeti. It's actually quite easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, wasn't that fun? Did pretty well, didn't he? Getting to the end. Wasn't meant to be today, though. It's a good life lesson though, kids. Eat your garlic. 
Right, that's all from me now. I'll be back in a couple of weeks playing House of Hell with my boy Josh Peters. Thanks to Jack for being such a good sport, and also my mate Sophie Wise for doing a bang-up job on the artwork, really nailing the old-school fantasy vibe. I'll stick a link to her Insta in the show notes. You can get in touch with me in all the usual channels, at Bond Tartlet. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Also, subscribe and review and all that other stuff that people on podcasts say, yeah? Cheers. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.